So you guys are at the, uh, the the Lucky Mountain with Iron God Monk, and I believe where we left off is he was going to uh, travel with you to Maichun for a meeting. How many days away is the meeting, Kenny? Oh, uh, let me do some maths quickly. So we're currently on the 25th of the Log Moon, by my account. Uh, and the meeting was set for the 5th of the Elephant Moon. Okay. So it's coming up. Um, yeah. Oh, wait a second. That's an important... Uh, that's... And there's only 26 days in each month, so... Um... We have six days to get there. <laughs> cool. Okay. All right. So, uh, so in the morning, uh, you know, as oh, we discuss... but before we go in the in the morning, I wanted to go see um, Sima How first. Oh, sure. Okay. Because he already oh, told me to go back in two months, so I was going to go back and ask him if he knew what he wanted me to do for him yet. Uh, yeah. Um. So he gave me some uh, well, something spleen freezing wine in exchange uh, for my services to, to to deliver some poison with eyebrow whitening. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just uh, getting my note on him. Yeah, so uh, so you want to go to uh, to his apothecary shop? Yeah. Okay, you go there, and he's just stocking shelves, and he looks over at you, and he smiles. He says, "You are back quickly." I'll nod and say, uh, business is concluded. Uh, we are getting ready to leave. Um, where the hell are we? Dao, uh, no. Tonglan. And before we left, I wanted to see if you decided uh, what you want, who you wanted me to poison. He says, um, I've decided to send you on a more complicated venture. It won't be a mere poisoning. Oh, this wasn't in the terms of the agreement. Yes, but you will no longer be required to poison anyone. That makes it easier, does it not? I'm not sure. I am very good with poison. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just say, well... Oh, well, in that case, if you're willing to, tell me to tell me what you want to do, and if I decide that it is much riskier than the poison venture, then uh, I will keep with the original agreement to poison someone. He says, "I need you to retrieve an artifact for me." I'll nod and, uh, and say, from? That has yet to be determined. I am looking into the matter. I'll nod and say, I will accept this venture on the condition that you provide me with, I don't know, just uh, something exotic you know, of the poisonous variety. I don't really care for something, just something that we can't usually get around there. And if you're happy to supply me with a dose of that, then uh, I will take on this venture for you. He says, "What sort of uh, what sort of poison do you have in mind? Like something lethal or something embarrassing? Something fun. I don't really mind whichever. I'll find a use for it regardless." He says, "I have a, um, uh, 
What about stone spider venom? I will. How much did I extract from uh, from those same spiders? Because we already ran into some stone spiders, and I managed to. Do you know how many doses you got out? I do not remember. Have you? Do you know what it does? Did you? Uh... Yes, because we were trying to decide whether to use that on. Um... Hellburning sword, but we decided that it wasn't quite enough time to poison him, mm. and then he was going to die anyway, so that was completely pointless. Okay. So, should we just say I managed to harvest one dose of... Uh... I think it was more than that, because I remember. I'm pretty sure. So, for right now, let's call it... Um... Let's call it four doses. And it was the stone, was it? Um, stone spider venom. Ah, oh, stone spider venom. Um, I'll just shake my head. We, I, I've got some of that already. It doesn't have to be expensive or anything just has to be exotic shall we say anything not from these areas maybe from the far south i've never been to the south or from the coastal regions he says uh i i have some uh some uh, candied fruit that's laced with five dragon venom why not five dragon venom does the poison check or um what's your poison 3d10. Why don't you make a roll? Oh god, I haven't got the dice ready. Um, do you want to roll for me? I haven't got my dice out yet. So. Oh yeah, you said you have 3d10? So just... Yeah. Um, oh yeah, you definitely know what this is. So this is um, actually something created by a woman named Chishia uh, from Haiyan. She, uh, you know, you've probably heard her name and heard that she makes it from crushed millipedes and a number of strange powers derived from rocks that she claims are naturally venomous. And she uses it to create an oil that coats the surface of her candied fruit. Um, they take weeks to kill, showing no symptoms, and death is very sudden. Uh, anyone exposed can die, you know, in a number of weeks, basically, would be your, your understanding. I'll, I'll, when, I, when I hear him say that, I'll, 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 go, I'll say deal. Okay, he, he, uh, he hands you two st sticks of candied fruit. Two sticks of candy fruit. He says, just be sure not to eat them. Relax, I don't have a death wish. <laughs> uh, laced with five dragon venom? Yep. Tishia's five dragon venom. Here, I'll send you... I'm going to send you the information, Kenny. Just so that when it okay. when and if it comes up again, it won't be as necessary for me to 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 look it up. Okay. Um, and, and I'll say in that case, uh, let me know when you find out uh, the details of the mission. He says I expect to have more information in the next two weeks. That is good. I will I will most likely be in my turn, but if not, then uh, just send. A message, and I will come meet you. 
Spilling you know, the party. No. What was that? Um, <laughs> spilling the party. <laughs> well, you can um, always go I, together if you want. Um, I just need to find a way to persuade people to go. <laughs> All right. So do you return to Lucky Mountain? Yeah. Yeah. I assume we go back to the inn because we said we wanted. Oh, I got my one to the days to prepare or whatever. So. Oh, did you guys, then, stay, you then, guys stayed at a separate inn? Not at the Lucky Yes. You stayed at the Oxtail? Yes, because we pay for the room already. And okay. We damned if we don't use it. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So, so in the in the morning, um, you know, you you uh, you you can hear somebody calling you from outside the inn, and it sounds like uh, one of Iron God Mung's men, and he's basically announcing Iron God Mung, and he's you know, you know, calling you each by name. Oh, I'll head out. I'll I'll try and carry a uh, drunken sword. Okay, he he uh he sees drunken sword's state and emotions, and one of his men brings over a sedan chair, and they just you know offer to to place him in the chair for you, so you don't have to carry him. I'll bow and say many thanks, uh, Iron Godman. <laughs> Uh, the young master did not take your advice to heart and drink, drank the whole of the wine you gave him last night. He says, it is understandable. The wine is good. Do we have any uh, stops along the way or are we going directly to Mai Chun? Uh, we can go directly, I believe. He nods and he says, very well, lead the way. And he's uh, he's lead got the way. he's got six of his own men with him. Did they have more than two pips in survival? <laughs> are you are you telling me that you that do we still is the party still uh sort of got how many dots do you have, Kenny? I have two D ten. All right, let me see if anybody in his retinue has more. Um, I don't think so. They're city folk. Um, yeah, okay, it's fine. I'll I'll lead the way and well, hope well, let me double check it. No. No. <laughs> it's okay. I got a nine so for okay. the first day. Alright, so so you're leaving Tungon and you're gonna pass through Daguan and just go straight to Daoju? Yeah. Alright, so you make it to Daoju by the evening. Do you wanna press on or do you wanna stay in Daoju? Um I don't know. What do, what do the rest of you think? Well, we've got time to rest. We're not in a massive rush, are we? How long no. is the journey? Um, It's not that much. I mean, it, it, it it's like another day travel. Two days at most. And, and, oh, yeah, we could stop. Yeah, we could stop. Yeah, there's no point in rushing. We can get a nice, comfortable in-room for... Uh, I ain't got none, I guess. Okay, he, uh... He says, I don't need an in-room, I can stay with you. We were gonna go to the inn. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought, I thought we, you guys were... We were take... gonna end up at the inn. Oh, okay. no, no, no. As in, like, we, we... Well, we instead of, like, camping out for the night, we would just spend the night in, in the inn and... Uh, continue on the next day type of thing. Okay, alright, so uh, so in that case uh, your choices for the inns 
I don't think we had much in the way of choice. <laughs> There's a couple of choices. Maybe in Daoshu. <laughs> Even in Daoshu. Um, there's the Rowfish Inn, and oh, and you could you could stay at the Noodle Shop too. Mm, we, we, we've, stayed, we've stayed at the Rowfish Inn before, so we'll do that again. Okay. All right. So so Iron God and his men uh, sort of spread out in the in the in the dining hall and uh, and just begin ordering a large amount of food. Uh, and the proprietress was, uh, uh, someone we knew, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is your hometown. Um, hold on, let me get the information. Is it Yun Wan? Uh, Mrs. Ban. Ban Miao. I'm going to pronounce it incorrectly, but... Oh, yeah. M I A O H U I. H U I. Okay. Any relation to me? Is your surname Bon? Yeah, it is. Possible. Yeah. Possible. Um, we should probably establish that at this point. Uh, where are you from? Did did we did we decide exactly where you're from? We we never decided that. No. <laughs> All right. So I mean, there's multiple people with the surname bond but you could if, if you're from daozhu you're probably related to them so it's really a question of are you from daozhu or are you from uh you know a little further away would that make more sense considering i'm part of them i i think it might. seven killers i think it yeah. might but i don't know did you guys but you guys didn't recognize him right when he <clears throat> met you so uh, i could be, i could be from farther away then it's not a big deal oh wait no but you did you they did reckon you recognize his face Right, you guys. Yeah, um, I mean, I assume we would have seen him around if he was like a one of the eighty-seven killers, and we're going in and out all the time. So, so I'll just—I'm going to leave it up to you, Tyler. What do you? What do you prefer? Sure, let's let's be related. Okay, I am I am now related. All right, so in that case, here's who you're the son of. This is really important, so write it down. Um, so you're 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 uh. You're related to Ban Chui and her husband Fu of Chui Noodle Shop. Ban Chui and what? And Fu. Okay. And they basically run the noodle shop nearby. Okay. Let me paste the maps in there again. The second map in the list should be Daoshu. And Chui's noodle shop is uh, above the Rowfish Inn, which is above the Rowfish Lake. All right, so you can you can see, um, uh, yeah. So you so uh, I forget how we got on that detour, but but either way, their 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 men are sort of spreading out and ordering lots of food, and uh, I don't know what you guys want to do for the night. I should let them the proprietress and then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, and have some food and do we have to pay? <laughs> or is Iron God not putting the bill? Um, he hasn't said anything about it, but it looks like he's probably going to be paying. <laughs> this is one of those awkward social situations where I'm not really sure what to do. 
Well, he's technically the senior in the situation, so. Well, in that case, I'll, I'll um, join them with the food and like raise a toast to Iron Godmon and say, uh, here's to your long health type of, long life type of thing, your good health and drink some wine. He, he, he accepts the toast and he, uh, and he says, my new friends, uh, he says, tell me about yourselves. I know so little of you. Uh, we are but a pair of humble village boys. Uh, we brothers are a pair of humble village boys. Uh, we're actually born in Daoshu. He nods and he says, um, he says, and you, you wish not to have any, uh, run-ins with your family while we're here? Oh, we see our family all the time. Well, yeah, I just say, well, it's um, our, our abode is a bit too humble to entertain, uh, well, more than three people, really. So uh, it would, it would be best uh, to come to the inn instead. He says, no, I should like to stay at your place. Is this is this where I live technically? <laughs> you probably live above the noodle shop, so you probably live at your auntie. <laughs> like your, uh, you're you you're eating at your auntie's and your and and then and then uh, and you and you stay at your mom's noodle shop. I'll be like I'm I'm already home. I'll be like this is owned by my family. I'll just rub my big belly. I'll be like, as you can see, I I partake of the food quite often. He nods and he says. Uh, he says, "Well, I uh on the way back I should like to stop by uh by both of your uh parents' homes and pay my respects." I'd not then say, "Of course, uh, it would be our honor to uh host you." <laughs> His words. <laughs> what do I know uh Iron God man uh his reputation? Oh yeah, yeah, he says his reputation <laughs> precedes him. Um, you know, he's kind of a local bully who is very crude and, uh, you know, indulges in, in wine and women and, uh, you know, there's not really much more to him beyond that. Could, could I make an empathy check to see what his motives would be to actually, do I think he's actually trying to pay respects or do I think he's just trying to see if he could... (laughs) Find okay, out. Well, keep in mind, empathy is not a mind-reading ability, but it's no, no, no. But I mean, like, tell-discerning ability. But yeah, what's your empathy? I... What's your empathy? One. <laughs> we have, we have a party member with empathy. What is this? <laughs> so, so he is kind of like, he looks a little odd because he seems to be pressing the issue a lot, and it looks like he's thinking every time he's like every time he's like bet- between, uh, you know. Kenny or or Stevens responses trying to come up with a response. He doesn't he seems a little more off his game than normal. Okay. And uh and he continues ordering late into the night and drinking heavily. And then he eventually retires to his room. Alright, once once he retires, I'll I'll go to Kenny and Steve's characters and I'll be like I don't know if it's the best idea to have him pay respects to your family. 
I may have already said too much by telling him my family owns this noodle shop. Yeah, I, th- I think I agree with you. I was getting a weird vibe off of them. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't notice anything. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great guy. I'll not and say his he has a uh, his reputation isn't um, the best. Um, it is possible that our families may be implicated in uh, in the the dealings of the uh, underworld, shall we say? And um, it's, maybe we should find an excuse. Once we have escorted him to uh, Mai Shun to uh, depart on a mission um, and not return uh, before he leaves the village. Or we could maybe say mother's sick. Like bedridden and father has to. Oh no, now we have to go and visit your parents and show my respects to your ill mother. Please let me bring her some. We say it's it's contagious. (laughs) It's martial martial hero killing flu. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I I feel like Iron God Money is one of those people who, as long as you're in his good books, nothing bad will happen. But at the same time, he. I don't think Mother would appreciate him being in the house. Yeah, see, she barely appreciates a drunken sword, but then again, nobody appreciates drunken sword. <laughs> Take it, just passed out in the corner. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> um, well, just something to to keep in mind if on the way back, if he's still pressing. Well, uh, we we can uh, have a. A secret meeting with uh, Lady Eighty Seven and ask her to send us on the mission. Yeah, that would be acceptable. I'm sure she has something for us to do once we've gotten Iron God over there. Where are you guys well, having this conversation? In the in room. So you're. I in... see we're by ourselves. Yeah, okay, in your in room. Okay. Um, also, can I get everybody's detect again? I have a two. Uh, I have a three if it's sight or hearing. I have two D ten. Okay. All right, you guys are pretty good at spotting things. Even if you guys lack in the empathy department, you more than make up for it in the uh, um, the spotting things department. All right, so uh, Stephen, I'm going to send you a message. Yeah. that's happening like in the middle of our conversation I'm just going to like put my hand up to like my lips and steer the conversation into something more benign okay such as <laughs> what is the lesson what is the benign uh, conversation so, um, so, so brother, brother brother seven how, how long have you been in the organization for how long have I been in the organization for? <laughs> probably, you've probably been in it for two years, Tyler. Two years? I'll be like, I've I've been part... 
I've been a brother for two years now. It's been a it's been a long, winding road. Much food has been consumed. How long have you guys been with the organization? Like three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, the character does not match those three weeks. <laughs> yeah, about, about, about a month or so. Um, while, while we're having the conversation, I'm just kind of like, kind of point towards uh, Iron God Mung's room and just be um, kind of like, mimic like the door opening and someone walking out. Subtly. <laughs> so, so uh, Brother Seven, uh, have you travelled uh, far afield, or have you mostly um, been assigned missions in the local area? Local area. I think that you need to earn 80, Lady Eighty Seven's uh, trust before you start getting the the real important missions. <laughs> I think it's, at this point, I'm just going to start, like, spouting bullshit about, like, oh, yes, of course, <laughs> it will stabilize our foundations in the uh, Fan Shu region first. Uh, now that we, uh, we, we, we need to secure the support of uh, Iron God Mung and our allies, of our allies before we, before we can truly uh, look elsewhere for expansion. Like, of course. I'm glad I'm among like-minded brothers. Yes, and at that point, all the everybody who who, who allies with us will. Uh, um... Kenny, you just got something. Yep, I just clicked clouds. And anyway, we should probably get an early night. <laughs> we have much traveling tomorrow. And uh, so, th is there a window in our room? Yeah, yeah, there is. It's, I mean, it's not like a, um, uh, you know, it's just like a, a paper window that you can push open. So, it's mm. uh, you know. I'm gonna open the window. Uh, to, maybe we can get rid of some of this uh, alcohol stench from the young master in the corner there. And I'm gonna see if I can like use Calling Tiger to crawl down and see if see who's going. Oh, see sure. who, who's uh, about make, make a crawling tiger roll does that increase your stealth or does it require like a double success to see you when you're using it no, I already have 10 stealth I don't think it improves I think when you use it cathartically it increases your stealth to do with hearing so that it makes uh, you harder to hear mm. minus 1d10 per rank of chingong on detect when sound will be relevant so yes I'll do, I'll do it cathartically <laughs> Uh, athletics. Okay. I got a ten and a one. Oh, All right. They even cost a balance for that. All right. And so, what are you trying to do with the crawling tiger? Uh, I'm just gonna like crawl down the building and see if I can like peek over the edge and see who's uh, see see who's like moving around. All right. You see Iron God Moon Moon walking uh, towards the tea fields in the city. So he's kind of walking around Rowfish Lake. Okay. Uh, around towards the apothecary, or around towards the Plum Blossom Pavilion. Um. Let me see. So towards the Plum 
Blossom Pavilion, but it looks like he's heading south, not toward not not like his ultimate destination would be the Plum Blossom Pavilion. Oh, uh, so so closer to the Scott Company. Yeah, yeah, closer to that direction. Um. I'm gonna uh, pull myself back up and 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 just say to that to I got I'm just left. Whisper it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna see if I can uh, see what he's up to, and confirm if our suspicions are uh, unfound or not. Should shall I go with you, brother? I'll shake my head and say, uh, stay here. I'm going to dress myself up here with you using our night's travel gear. <laughs> Blend in the night. Put a mask on. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm going to dress I want to dress up in a stealth suit, basically. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, I, I, at least like, can, mask myself so that it's not recognizable. Can you make a speed roll so we can determine if you lose sight of Iron God Mung while you're getting your... Uh... You're getting, getting your uniform on? <laughs> I got a 10 and a 2. Okay. 10 at the highest. All right, so you quickly don your outfit. But if you're gonna, if, you, if you're not going to lose sight of him, you'll have to follow him pretty quickly because he's traveling at a brisk pace. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll dash off there. Like, would my um, knowledge of the village itself be of any advantage here? Well, it would be if you knew where he was going. Um, okay. that's the thing. I mean, you know what the, des the you, you know those destinations on the map, but you don't know what it is. I mean, I, I guess more on the lines of, like, do I know where will be a good place to hide and still keep him in sight type of thing, rather than... Oh, yeah, like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. That's, how long does your crawling tiger skill last for? It allows me to move 20 feet per rank of chi, but if I don't move 20 feet, does that still continue indefinitely? No, no. Um, so why don't we just uh, make multiple rolls? Um, you know, give me another couple of rolls of that. Okay. So I'm not going to do it cathartically every time. Okay, that's fine. Presently. Crawling tiger. I, I, I only, only if I'm crawling, right? Yeah, you don't. You don't have to be using it actively if you just want to be relying on your inherent stealth and hiding. Yeah, I'd rather use my inherent stealth. And okay, and you have a stealth of ten, you said. Yeah. All right. Okay, so, and you're just gonna follow him to wherever he's going. Yeah. All right. So he he goes to the uh, to the tea fields, and he gets there, and you can see that that there's a, a woman standing and he goes and he bows like, like, uh, like kowtows to her. And, uh, what should, you have 2d10 detect, right? Yeah. All right. I'm going to send you some information. <laughs> what the actual fuck? <laughs> I don't know how close you want to get, so I don't know if you want to get in. The closer you are, you could you can walk right up and listen to them if you want to. But the closer you are, the greater the chance of you being seen. So it's 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 up to you how much risk you want to. Now I'll use crawling tiger, uh, cathartically to crawl closer. It's a tea field, right? So I, I, there are gaps between the crops. I can sort of like crawl my way between. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Uh, I succeed at TN6, but I got, yeah, that's it. Okay, and uh, I, I'm just... So it's minus 2d10 to any attempt to detect me via sound. Okay, so let me just check something out here. Oh, alright, that's good to know. Um... Alright, so neither of them seem to notice you. Do you want to get close enough to hear? Yes. Okay. All right. So because but, people aren't present, I'm just going to send you the information directly because okay. it, it's uh. So this is what you hear. This is intriguing. I'll probably talk about it when we get back anyway, when I get back to the inn anyway, but I'm just curious to see how this actually plays out. This is like top 10 anime betrayals <laughs> moments. I apologize for the amount of time it's taking me to type this. Uh... Top 10 anime betrayals. <laughs> What a way to describe Okay, it's a little long, Kenny. I apologize, folks, but I wanted to be accurate. So that's what you hear. That is the gist of what you get. Yeah. It's not as bad as I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> And he heads back, and then she she departs. Um, I'm gonna wait a good few minutes for everyone to sort of get back, and then make my way back to the inn and climb through the window again. Okay. All right. So you make it back to the inn room. And if the others are still awake, I'll just say, uh, I'll, I'll I'll just the uh, motion to come close, and I'll just whisper and say, I think Iron God Mung is. Uh, going to be trustworthy I, at least to my actually do I say this to brother seven as well hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just uh, no um, I, I won't go into any details but I'll just say uh, I ha I uh, believe that Iron God Mung will not double cross us 
that's good to hear. And I, I won't say anything more. <laughs> Then there's a way I can get uh, Tao Fang for a private conversation, so I won't say anymore. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna go to bed after that, or you? Yeah, we'll go to bed. All right. Okay, so you wake up in the morning to the loud noises of Iron God Mung laughing and and eating with his men. Also, Tyler, since you are um. This woman, you're basically like either her aunt or like you know, like a cousin, effectively. Um, you know that the proprietress here is uh, is like one of the big gossips in town. So, uh, so you suspect that everybody pretty much knows that you guys came here with Iron God Moon. Nice. <laughs> I think I was trying to set up um, the the proprietress with uh, Dao Feng. She was unmarried, right? Did that come up? But she was, I think Yeah, but so. also a lot older than me. She was, yeah, she was um, quite middle-aged, shall we Yeah, say. she was, oh yeah. Quite right. middle-aged. <laughs> Where middle can be from, oh, like, up I, to I do 100. remember that. Yeah, yeah, she is a lot <laughs> older than Dao Feng. <laughs> uh, I, I, don't think, I don't think I was trying particularly hard, because I feel like my brother deserves someone better, Rather than a plain-looking middle-aged woman who runs an inn in the small village. <laughs> but on the other hand, if he settles down, then, you know, he'll retire from the martial world and a life of crime. So maybe that's worth it. Or if I settle down, I'll end up like Boris Drunken Sword. <laughs> well, you know, the, you know, marrying the town gossip isn't a bad move for a criminal. You know, it's, you get a lot of access to, to good information as long as you... You guard whatever you don't want the world to know from her. Um, so I marry someone rich so I can poison them and then inherit their money. That's this reminds how, me that's that. how Dao Fang's gonna like move up in the world. I mean, yeah, I thought your aspirations were just to like go to the high levels of um, the eighty-seven killers, and then yeah, but the fallback is marrying point. people and poisoning them. Well, you've at least got the poisoning skills to pull it off. <laughs> You're halfway there. So, um, all right. So, uh, what are you guys gonna do in the morning? Eat and leave. All right. Okay, so... Shove Drunken Soul back on the sedan. <laughs> Alright, so Iron God Mung does seem to be in a very good mood. Um, and he, you know, he buys everybody extra rounds of food and uh, is excited to go off. And can I get the survival roll for the, uh, for the next leg of the journey? <laughs> I got a three and a one, so... Alright. All right. <laughs> no, oh, no. <laughs> well, actually, it's a... Um, I also need you to roll me that D10 that we always roll at the beginning of every session for this. Oh, one. Um, so why don't we do that and then we'll roll. But let me find my chart. Um, you roll a D10 at the beginning of every session on this on this thing that I'm doing. Yes, I'm 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 running a uh, it's a little bit of like a sandbox scenario, and I have a I have a D10 that I have rolled every session. Um, it usually well, ends up ballooning into like two or three D10s. 
Well, either oh, Steve or Tyler can roll. I've rolled a lot of dice so yeah, far. I, so. I just need a one d ten roll. Uh, two. All right, two. So, oh, okay. Can you roll me another d10? <laughs> That's the way the table works. I apologize. Uh, a nine. A nine. All right, I need another roll because that one. <laughs> roll me one d10. He said. Well, no. <laughs> There's gonna be. A, later. I I need two data one. points, and the one that he just rolled was not applicable. Because of prior <laughs> events. What was that? A one. Oh, okay, that works. Uh, and can you roll me a d10 again? <laughs> Five. Alright, that was about bang in the middle. That's not too bad. Not too great, but not too bad. Alright. You ran into five, yow. <laughs> okay, well, that makes sense. It's not as bad as ten. No, that makes sense. Um, okay, now roll me the 2d10, Kenny, for the survival. <laughs> oh, I got a 3 and a 1, so do we want to keep that or do I get to re-roll it? <laughs> no, but I, I mean the um, the 2d10 for the failed survival. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, yes, of course. <laughs> How could I forget? <laughs> uh, a 3 and a 6, 9 total, do I add it? Um... Yeah, you do add it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Fine. that's not too bad. All right. So you see, you see a group of um, of Southerners coming by. It looks like a merchant caravan, and they they appear to be heading in the direction of Daozhu or uh, or Tungan. And I mean, I, when I say south, I mean like deep, deep south, like Dama. Uh... These look like Gushan worshippers or something. Deep Their hair is south, all unbound deep, and wearing. Okay, strange okay, furs. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, I'll greet them. Um, or, or do they polite? Well, if they like they're merchant, do they like. What kind of merchants are they? Like, if they'll see what they're carrying or. Um, sure. Uh, so it looks like they have. Uh, they have clay vessels of some kind that they're that they're shipping. Well, when we see them, I want to run up to them and start a conversation. Like go a little bit ahead of everybody else and start okay. a conversation. One, one of them appears to speak your language a little bit, and he he walks over when you start trying to communicate with people. And he says, he says, "What do you want?" I go, "Greetings, friends." Uh, uh, would you happen to be tra- um, merchants from the south? He says, "Yes, we are. We are. We are. Uh, we have business in Tungon. Is it celestial plume that <laughs> traveled? <laughs> got in the clay jar. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say. Uh, I was wondering if um, and." and you might have among your wares um, any exotic poisons or medicinal herbs. He says, we just have lacquer sap. Oh, well, that's unfortunate then. Good day. <laughs> <laughs> Is lacquer sap a, like, a common thing to export? Yeah. 
yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of lacquer merchants in the area. Oh, I'll I'll go back to the um the convoy and I'll just muse out loud that this, they've come an awful long way uh, to be peddling lacquer between. Where did they come from? You think they came from like beyond Haiyan? As in, they were coming from the east, from the the far southeast. Yeah, and they're sending. Wait, but how are they getting to? Uh... Oh, yeah, of course, maps work north to south. Yeah, okay. Ignore me. I was just really confused as to okay. where they were coming from into to in, to get to this road. Basically, I mean, they would have had to pass through imperial channels to get here. You know that. Yeah. Is it really that profitable? Uh, if I ain't got long is not in hidden away in Sedan, then I'll strike up a conversation and talk to him about lacquer merchants. Okay, he says. He says. Uh, he says. Why? Why the sudden interest in lacquer? This I is just, a dull uh, topic know, it seems for, a, for a hero to discuss. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll just say well it just seems unusual that um, people will travel all the way uh, take a month's journey from Dharma uh, up to the uh, the empire just to tr uh, deal in lacquer surely it's not that valuable. He says you think these people are suspicious? Do you want me to? Do you want me to to question them? I'll just shake my head. I was just wondering if you had any thoughts on the matter or if uh, it was common for southerners to come all the way to Tongan to sell lacquer. I've never seen a, a caravan from from uh, from very far carrying lacquer. I've certainly never seen merchants like this. But I have seen plenty of lacquer merchants. Do you think they're suspicious? I think everybody's suspicious. Especially the Dhamans. That's fair. <laughs> racist, but fair. He's a, drug addict, he's a drug addict and a racist. Probably a combo. Well, he's he's probably a xenophobe more than a um, more than a racist. But yeah, yeah it was, isn't like any isn't everybody in this uh, period of well, da, well, a dominant would just be anybody culture. anybody south of the empire. Oh, that includes like. Haiyan? Uh, no, not Haiyan, but anybody south of Haiyan. Um, okay. Yeah, anybody south of of the, the central... The, the sort of line, that line with, with, like, Ban, uh, with Banyan region, the Haiyan, anything below that is like Dama, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh well, I'll just end the conversation there and say, well, I don't know, like they're suspicious, but we we don't exactly uh, have the most uh, right, oh, well, not righteous, the the most uh, word I'm looking for. That's uh, not shady. Well, we're pretty shady ourselves. I'll just I'll just say. He says, "Well, if you want, I'll, I'm happy to go over and pop up in their their iron ve their their clay vessels. But I'm just as uh, I'm just as well if we leave them alone. Uh, to each their own. We'll leave them to their business." And all right, he nods. 
and he uh you know he just he just starts you know enjoying the scenery as you travel um can uh can i get another roll just to kind of actually you know what you don't need to make another roll because it's only one day so that was the event that the failure triggered but you make it to my tune uh by the evening time with three days to spare kind of yep Um, as we sort of head towards Mansion, I want to say, uh, let me run ahead and notify uh, Lady 87 so she can make the preparations to receive you. He he nods. Are you just going to leave him out in the wilderness so that... Well, well as, as we're sort of getting close, then I'll, I'll start running towards Mansion just to pick up the pace. Okay. And let, let them know that we are right, so... almost there. All right, so um, so you're gonna run ahead of everybody, though. Yeah. Okay. Then you're gonna go to Guan Manor. Yes. All right. Um, okay. So. All right. So you're received in Guan Manor, um, and it looks like Lady Eighty Seven has been preparing the place for a banquet. Um, and it's much more informal meeting when you, when you greet her this time, and she walks up to you. Um, I think take, taking the knee was the correct uh, etiquette for greeting her, right? Yes. I'll I'll take a knee and go. Uh, greetings, eighty seven. She nods. She says, "I have your uniforms. You should wear them for the banquet." I'll bow and, and say, uh, you do us great honor. Um, I bring news. Uh, we have escorted um, Iron God Mung, um, and he is a short distance away from my churn. She nods. She says, very well. Um, and what day is it, Kenny? How many days is it until the banquet itself? Uh, well, it should be like the second at the moment, oh, by my right. count. Like three days. So she yeah. says, take him into town, keep him away from me until until the appointed day, and then bring him here. I'll, I'll, I'll nod and say, as, as you wish, and uh, do I take the uniforms now, or is she handing them, or do I go collect them from somewhere? Um, oh no, she has somebody bring you uniforms for both you and Steven's character. Okay. I'll take the uniforms and bow and say, uh, uh, we, we will keep Iron Godmung uh, uh, occupied for now. And uh, and she nods and she says, okay, uh, you know, um, where are you going to be keep? Where are you going to uh, where are you going to be staying with him in the city? Let me see if I can find the map of Mushroom. I don't have a map of my tune. No, you don't. I, I didn't give you guys a map yet. I, um, basically, this is where uh, um, where Boris Drunken Sword lives. So that's usually where you guys have been staying. You could, certainly... yeah. But I guess we would want an inn for. Well, how big is how big is Drunken Sword's manor anyway? I think it's uh, fairly sizable. Yeah, it's not too bad. Because his wife is. Pretty decent position in the organization. 
I'll take him to um, Drunken Sword's Manor then, or to okay. be uh, Guan Nan's Manor. I'm not really sure. <laughs> it's Guan Nan's Manor, right? Yeah, it's quite well. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call Drunken Sword just to help, just to stroke his ego. And uh, okay, so he, you know, he he goes to the manor with you, and uh, you know, he's he uh, he asks, uh, what what, how are you going to entertain me while I'm here? What sights are there worth seeing? Um, there's not a whole lot in in Mai Chun. Um, it's fair. I mean, there's the antique shop. Um, there is uh. uh As in, like, anything like a, a day trip out of town, like maybe, like any any like spectacular natural sights of any sort. Not really. Right, well, watching. I mean, if you wanted to go to Temple of Ages Wisdom, yes, but that's that's a very exotic. Uh, sight to go see and potentially dangerous, dangerous. a little yeah. dangerous and expensive he seems to like watching torturous executions so we could like poison the abbess i don't think we should be poisoning the abbess <laughs> we're trying to ransom her aren't we that has been the plan so what is the temple of ages wisdom is it just literally a temple that you have to pay to go into or what i'm sorry i didn't catch that so what actually is the Temple of Ages Wisdom? Is it an actual temple, or is it ruins, or is it... A... Um, do you have knowledge places or anything along those no, lines? No, I remember you mentioned like they were... Uh, were they the informants? Is that... No, the Temple of Ages yeah. Wisdom is like a scary place. Like you, I, I, <laughs> I, I just need to know how much information you might potentially have. Um, uh, I have zero D10, so... But you say that I told you about it before, like you had asked about it and you got information? I think Steve was probably the one who gave me information about it, to be fair. Because, I mean, I, 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 I Drunken Sword, someone that had places. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was actually Drunken Sword who had information. But you had but it, it Yeah, there were the informants, right? Who, who, who told us that um, about the. No. Who betrayed uh, the 87? Or, no, I can't remember. There was some, something along those lines. Oh, you're thinking of Temple of Hill, I think. Um... Oh. No, because because we had an informant um, who someone uh, told um, Temple Hill gang about, and that started off that's that was the start of the war, right? Or yeah, but but uh, Temple of Ages of Wisdom is a much different. It, it is much bigger okay. scale stuff than than those sort of things. Um, okay. Well, let's let's. Uh, does anybody have knowledge? Religion, knowledge, places. Let's start there. No. I don't, but I know I know what it is. So I'm not just gonna say anything. Nope. Okay. All right. So it's you probably have heard it's a really dangerous place. That's probably the extent of your information. There, there are also places in town. I mean, there are, um, you know, uh, sites and, uh, uh, you know, inns and tea houses and things like that. Um, is there a brothel? Oh yeah, there are brothels here. I'll, it's a pretty I'll big be, town. I'll be like, I think, uh, I think a brothel would most accommodate Iron Gun Monk. Does he react to that? Oh, do you say that out loud? Oh, well, I'm uh, gonna see if that oh, yeah. piques his interest. Yeah, or... that does pique. Yeah, he he his ears perk up. He says, um, "I've heard the Bixie Moon Tea House is very nice here." 
like, of course. We shall entertain you there. Alright, so you want to go to the Bixie Moon Tea House? Is everybody okay with that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Alright. Oh no, my computer's being taxed again. Um, taxed by the Skype. Um, Alright, so let me just check something. Okay. All right. So you guys go to the Bixie Moon Tea House, and this is one of those places that's got kind of like his his Lucky Mountain. It's got several levels, and a woman walks up to you in in green robes and and says, "Is this a full party? Would you like to get a table to yourselves?" Rava Seven. <laughs> I'm. I'm like. Uh, <laughs> Like of course we are we are here to celebrate Iron God Ming and I'll just like okay. cast my arm towards him. Okay, so she says this way. Are you guys wearing your black uniforms from the eighty seven killers group? Oh yeah, I put yes. on this as yes. I possibly okay. could. Yeah. Alright, All right, so you seem to be getting more looks of respect than you normally get. Tyler, this is familiar to you, so you haven't even noticed it, but now they're sort of able to appreciate the uh uh, it's inspired to tactile empathy. It's <laughs> it's just you don't even need to I'm roll. Puff it, at so... my chest a bit more. <laughs> uh, even with zero empathy, you can tell. So, uh, yeah. So, so she she takes uh you know she takes you guys to the very top floor and and gets a room like a an area that's kind of sectioned off, and you know brings in uh, a bunch of people players and things like that. And starts bringing in food and tea and all kinds of things. And Iron God Mung is really enjoying himself. Um, can uh, I, I want to get you guys to roll some detects for me? Can everybody roll, make their detect roll? Yeah, this sunset sound. Um, this would be sight related. Yeah, I got an eight. Okay. A nine. A four. Okay. All right. Okay, so. Um, let me just look at my notes real quick, make sure my numbers are correct. Okay. All right. Okay. So as you guys are eating, um, Iron God Moon starts, to, Iron God Moon starts laughing and, uh, and the laughter quickly, uh, crescendos. And he kind of gets up and just starts, like, you know, bending over laughing. And it doesn't seem like he's laughing at anything in particular. And, oh, I think something happened to Steven's camera at the crucial moment. Oh, here. yeah, oh. it just kind of, like, fell off. So I'm just mm -hmm. turning it off while I sort it out because it's stuck on something. But the laughter stops, and Kenny, you can immediately see that he is having trouble breathing or something, and his skin is turning a funny color. Can I recognize if it's poison? Um, it definitely looks like yeah, that's your poisoner. So I'm not even gonna roll. That's he's been he's being poisoned for sure. Uh, what kind of poison? Do I any way uh, of working that out? Sure. Save him. Save him. <laughs> let's uh, let's see. 
Can you make a uh, talent poison roll? Would composition or performing be relevant in any way? I don't think so, because you're really just kind of identifying what the poison might be. All right, I've got nine at the highest. Okay, so you you know about this one, because it's a local poison. This looks like Emerald Delight to you, um, which is used by a group that you would have heard of because of who you deal with, called the Emerald Monks, um, that are like feared assassins uh, from the, the the neighboring town of Wujian in the, in the in a nearby district. Is there any way to stop it, like it, or to cure the poison, or to so, delay it? So. so here's what here's what you know. Uh, there is a way. Um, but you need to, you need something called uh, cinnabar powder, which is a caustic burning powder and he has to consume it. Um, and it's very rare. The Emerald Monks definitely have it, but, um, but it's not something that's like sold in stores. And he also probably only has minutes to survive at this point. Ah, uh, what, um, do you tell us this? Yeah, I, I, I say that, oh, um, it's, um, Shit, what poison was it? Um, Emer Emerald Delight. Emerald, Emerald Delight. Delight. Yeah. Is there anybody around that looks like they are part of a... It, 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 did anyone Emerald act suspiciously, I guess? Like, anyone who anyone who doesn't look surprised at, 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 at what's happening or uh, generally being shifty, trying to edge their way to the doors or whatever. Uh, I'm sorry, I just got a, a, a weird message, so I, I was a little distracted. What did you say, Kenny? Yeah, can I see anyone like not surprised when he when Iron God Mung falls over and anyone making their way towards the door? Okay. Um, and you have two D ten detect. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I rolled those. I rolled the detect for the poison. I had you guys roll those rolls, so it was all about board. Um. All right. So everybody seems like they're totally surprised. All the women kind of get up and scream. Iron God men, Mung's men are running over to him. Um, but Steven, you notice a, a little thread descending from the ceiling down above, uh, one of the cups that Iron God Mung was drinking from. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna point out the thread to Kenny and Tyler. I'll draw my oh, bow and start aiming at the rafters. Did I see anyone there? Yeah, um, like what kind of ceiling is that? there is it like just rafters up there is or like another floor all right so what you see is beyond the rafters you can see that uh there's a roof but it looks like one of the tiles might have been pulled back and that's where the thread is coming from so whoever did it was probably on the roof i'm gonna rush to the roof okay um, yeah, can i run outside yeah but here's the thing you guys are up on the third floor so the shortest distance to the roof is the room that you're in. Um, okay. You can run outside. Is there, is there a window that we could fit out of? Yeah, you could walk over to one of the windows. Okay, I'll get out the window and crawling tiger onto the roof. Can you make a crawling tiger? In the meanwhile, tiger? can I go... Yeah, let's see. Uh, I got a nine. All right, so you make it onto the roof. Kenny, what were you going to say? Um, In the meanwhile, is there anything I can do to um, delay the poison not necessarily cure it but just slow it down this is, he needs the cure like the cure is, <laughs> is the and he's got does magnolia bark work at all uh, what does magnolia bark do 
I don't know. You, you, get, you gave me a pouch of Magnolia, but... Oh, know. Um, you know what? Let me let me be more fair. There might be... there might. Be, do you have any other cures on your person? Oh. I have Zenberg cure. Okay, you don't have any kind of other special pills or anything, though? The Carni Nectar. <laughs> Celestial Plume. <laughs> uh, thorn. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Jade Valley Thorns. Yeah, those aren't gonna. None of those are gonna. There are things that can sometimes delay poisons, but I don't think you you have those on you. Um, but you estimate he has about anywhere from one to ten minutes to live. <laughs> one to ten minutes, you say? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna find out. <laughs> okay, hopefully this guy has a cure on him. All right, so. Uh, but Kenny, did you want to take any other action, Steven. knowing that you can't really? Oh leave? yeah, I, in that case, um, I was going to see if I can um, hear any footsteps on the roof or whatever. Then, or... um, you want to see if you can hear footsteps on the roof? Like, I'll, I'll try and like fire my bow at at, at the roof if there's a, if I can see any movement or hear any movement. Okay. Um... All right, so you 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 think whoever did it has maybe left from that point on the roof and is is further away. No, but that would be my action to try and find locate the person on the roof. Okay, do you want to go up on the roof or do you want to just stay where you are and try to like? I'm. Uh, how high up? How many feet up are we? If I was to dive out the window in a very acrobatic way, oh, about seventy feet. Seventy <laughs> ten no, damage. Not seventy, okay. like fifty feet in the air. You're about 50 five d ten damage is still okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I could. Can I, can I coin tiger it's out? It's open out, damage. Uh, it's open damage, though. If you yeah, I've, I've got seven wounds. I'd be okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So you. Uh, so you want a crawling tiger as well? Well, I want the crawling tiger the part way down uh, towards the ground and let go. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So you do that. Uh, can you give me the roll? So I got an eight, so that succeeds, and a TN six. All right. So you do. You manage to do that, and then can I get the athletics roll to jump down? I'm just letting go. So oh oh, oh, oh you're just getting to where it's safe, and then you're gonna draw. Okay. I guess. No, no, not even not even to where it's safe, but you know. Crawl... Well, I can crawl. Uh, I mean, do you want to take actually, damage from the fall? Is that what you're telling me? Like, you want to? Like, I, I want to be sure that I'm on the ground as soon as possible. But like, maybe crawl one floor down and let go, type of thing. Because you'll take damage if you do that. Yeah, I know. I'm perfectly aware that I'm fall damage. It's just the. So you're gonna you're gonna take about thirty feet of falling damage. Is that okay? Only three D ten, right? Okay, all right. <laughs> I, just, I it just was an on the roll ten. What's your hardiness? Uh, six. All right, so you only take one wound, so you drop thirty feet and you you land pretty well. Uh, Tyler, are you going up to the top of the roof? Yeah, because I I can't climb down like them. So. All right, so what are you using? You just, well. just climbing. I got uh, athletics. Yep. Yep. Hopefully, I don't fall to my death. <laughs> I got a seven. All right, so you climb up to the top of the roof and you look down and you get that vertigo from realizing how high you are. I'm sure, Steven, you have a number of abilities that make this easier for you, so you're probably not as yeah. nervous. But you see a guy on the other roof nearby, 
uh, running away, and he's sort of just clad in like black, and he's wearing some kind of mask. How uh, how far away is he? Um, he's just on the neighboring roof. Like, I mean, distance-wise. Oh, he's within thirty feet of you. Could and just so you know, it's been a minute. How far could I get to him? Or how, is he... you, how do you propose to do that? Do you want to just run how... up across, or are you using a technique? Yeah, how how far is the jump? Uh, oh, the jump is minimal. The jump is about six feet across. Oh, yeah, then I'll just run and jump, and then can I attack him? Yeah, yeah, why don't you give me the athletics roll to jump? And everybody right. give me speed rolls at this point. I got an eight on my athletics roll. Okay, so uh, I got a nine across. on the speed. Same, I got nine. All right. I got a five. All right, let me see what this guy gets. Just let me check the bow's range. (laughs) Yeah, you might be able to fire up up to the roof from down there, Kenny. Um, All right, so... So, uh, so Tyler, you basically land on the roof, uh, and Steven, it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to chase after him a bit, then use storming daggers on him. All right, uh, so you want to run over across the roof like Tyler did? Yeah. Can you make a, a an athletics roll just for the leap? You can still make the uh, storming daggers. Well, an eight at the highest. All right, and give me a Storming Daggers roll. Uh, Eight again on the attack. Okay, let me see if he has any kind of counters. No, he does not. Um, Can you roll for damage? Mm -hmm. Six. Okay. Um, That's going to do damage, so what's the total number of wounds? Three wounds. All right. All right, so you send a flew of daggers at this guy, and they they hit him in the back, and he doesn't he doesn't it doesn't drop him or anything though, uh, he just kind of looks back at you to take stock of who threw it, and Kenny, it's your turn, but you're on the bottom of the, you're you're basically in the street level. Yeah, do I have eyes on him? Yeah, you can probably see what's going on at this point, and he's probably about sixty feet away from you given the the height distance and everything. Yeah. Um, 60 feet is still well within range on a bow. I think. Uh, and if we can bow. finish him off. Well, it's, it's a, uh, well, bow has 100 feet at the lowest range, so that's the usable distance, I guess. I'm going to use um, Rain of Arrows cathartically. Okay. Uh, sounds about right. Um, so, uh, that's forty ten against evade. Two three. Oh wait, Stephen, what did you get on your attack roll from the uh, the dagger? The attack was eight. Eight. Okay. Against evade. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure I got that right. Well, I got a 10 against evade. Okay. Um, uh, 
All right, so that's going to hit, and doesn't seem like he can do much about it. So can you roll for damage? So you that's the one where your your arrows sort of fragment into, like, numerous arrows, right? No, no, no. Uh, this is the one where I um, very quickly fire off a lot of okay. arrows. All right, so you just... You you just sitting there like a human machine gun with your arrows. Um, yeah, I push myself and I fire five arrows. Okay, I roll damage once, but let me roll damage first. And each one does a wound. Yeah, yeah. and then with a total success, so I get four d ten. I got a nine at the highest. All right, that's gonna do damage. So what's the total amount of damage? Uh, five wounds. All right, so those all hit him, but surprisingly, he's still standing, and uh, he's definitely going to do something. Uh, and in the meanwhile, can I also walk it, run in the same direction that he's walking, but at the ground level? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just got to look up his technique. I'm ready to be one shot. <laughs> um. Taking a bunch of wins though, so he's no. This guy, he, see, this guy's meant for stealth, so his techniques are not. It's not like the guys that you guys dealt with before, where they. Uh, uh, he's actually quite limited, believe it or not. Sounds like me. <laughs> All right. Sounds like hidden arrow. Okay. All right. I know what he's gonna do. Um. Okay, so he, he takes a bunch of, like, small concealed blades and just throws them at all of you guys. And he's able to, to strike it, even you, Kenny, down on the ground. Um, let's see what he gets there. And it's going to be against your evade. And he got an 8 against evade. Can I deflecting canopy that cathartically? Yes. Perfect. Sounds good to me. Oh, I, 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 that's me sorted. It's about you guys. Yeah, he's <laughs> We're way down. No, no, that's that. If you're not taking deflecting canopy, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. I will also use deflect uh, deflecting canopy. As will I. Okay. <laughs> <He's> just, <laughs> all, everywhere. It's just a, uh, everybody's unfurling their robes at the at the projectiles. <laughs> I imagine it's actually built into. Oh, uh, I got three uniform as well. What no, was that? that uh, I, I, I imagine this the canopy is built into the uniform because it's part of it's well, part of the well, kung fu techniques. We'll have to watch canopy. a movie called Butterfly and Sword, and I can illustrate what it's meant to to be to you guys. You said you got a three, so you didn't succeed. Um, no, I did not. Okay, um, so let me do your damage before we get to everybody else. Uh, what's your hardiness? Uh, I think it's like four. All right, yeah, so four. You take two wounds. The, bl the, the blade just sort of sticks under your ribs. Um, Kenny, what did you get on your deflecting canopy? Athletics. I got an 8 and a 5. All right, so you managed to deflect it. Are you doing it cathartically so that you're sending it back at him or no? Yes, I redirect any that are hitting me towards back towards him. Okay. All right, so all right, so, so he, so you, you, you inflate your robe and, uh, and expand expand the material so that it sends back the projectile and it hits him and he drops to the ground and uh combat is out now it's it's been two minutes since iron god mung was um was poisoned uh but you have this guy on the ground now 
Can we search him? Yeah, yeah. You, you find a um you find a vial filled with liquid and you find a gourd that sounds like it has powder in it. And you also find like thirty of those little blades that he threw at you. Can I like slice his uh, tendons? Well you're down on the ground. Oh yeah, I have to get up there. Can I so, crawl up there? So here's the thing, you can do well, that, but you also know time is very important now, so I want you yeah. to just uh, it's up to you what you want to do, but where you are can, is gonna matter. I'll give the, the powder I see if any like if the powder and that's the cure we need. Yeah, can you uh, make a medicine roll or a poison roll? Okay, I'll do a poison one. I got a uh, eight. Okay, yeah, you think that's the cinnabar powder for sure. Now you know it's caustic, so you know he has to eat it, and it's gonna burn him when he does so. But it'll cure the the poison. Okay. Well, I'm gonna rush back to the uh, Iron God Mung and force the powder down his throat. All right. Can you make It'd a medicine like... roll? Ten. All right. Okay, so you force it down his throat. And he starts, you know, his skin color returns to normal within moments. But he kind of gets up and just starts clutching his throat from the the cinnabar powder. And, uh, you know, over the next several moments, you can see that it, you can, like, you can actually hear it burning. Um, burning his, uh, his innards. And just, just so you get a sense of how much pain he probably was in, you, you, you would estimate in mechanical terms he's taken about four wounds. I know wounds are not something that your character understands, but uh, that that's that's how much physical damage that probably did to him. While uh, this is happening, I'm just going to be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> but this is the only way. I'm really, really sorry. I'm sorry. He uh, he 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 uh, he collapses down, and his men sort of look at you. Uh, Kenny, what are you doing, by the way, during all this? And- oh, I, I was getting I was getting to uh, snip the tendons off the assassin. All right, I was so, going to say, we could just carry that guy back to them if you want. Yeah, I, I feel like, I feel a bit, like, spiteful at the moment, so I'm going to sniff, I'm going to ruin his martial arts career by snipping off his tendons. Okay, all right, you can do that. Um, I'm sure think... he's just dead by the time we get him back. Oh, well, are you going to leave him there? I'm going gonna... to keep him alive, I'm going to snip his tendons and carry him back. We'll take okay. stuff. All right, so the, the his, Iron Man God Mung's guards look at you guys disapprovingly, like, you know, with suspicion. Um, Iron God Mung himself seems fairly oblivious to what's going on, so uh, his opinion doesn't really quite matter at this stage. And uh, and one of the men walks up to you and he says, "I didn't. I I never suspected Lady Eighty Seven would re- resort to such dirty tricks as this." Like Lady Eighty Seven, I'm like. We just saved his life by giving him the antidote. Do you not see this man that we just captured? I just saw him burn his throat with that powder. He like was that... already on the floor dying. Why would I need to put... If I wanted him dead, why would I need to shove burning powder down his throat? He just kind of... It's, it's, it's terrible, but it's the cure. Can you make a persuade roll, Steven? Uh, do I have persuade? Yes, I've got two. I'm just wanting to see how effective you are conveying this information to him. I got ten again. Okay, all right. So he says. He says okay. So he's not going to be harmed by that powder that you just put down his throat. He'll live. 
I'll just say. Oh, he'll be harmed, but it will heal. And he'll recover from the poison that this man administered to him. He looks at the man. Who is that man? How have I know? Actually, actually, do I know who this man is? Uh, we unmasked him. Or? I guess we haven't we haven't unmasked him yet. So I'll yeah. unmask, I'll unmask him. him. Okay, Dramatic so you don't you don't recognize him? No, he just looks like some guy. But Kenny, you do know that it's the preferred poison of the Emerald Monks, and the Emerald Monks. Uh, I can get you a little information on them. They uh, they actually operate out of Ma Guan's lacquer shop um, in uh, in Wuzhen. <laughs> like uh, where? Sorry. In Wuzhen, which is uh, right nearby in in district number seven, there. I think that's oh, Gan okay. district. Okay. Um. So Wuzhen is basically the territory of the uh, the Emerald Monks, then. Yes. And well, are they on friendly it, they're camps? a small organization. It's not. It's it's. They they have influence in Wuzhen, but they're not like they're not like Lady D Seven, where she controls this massive area of territory. They're just a. The, all you really know about them is that there's some kind of assassin group that operates out of that lacquer shop, and the leader is a guy named Maguan. Are they on friendly terms with the 87 or the 87 killers? They're not really on any terms with the 87 killers, but you guys are wary of them because you have heard that they have connections to the Empire. Uh, I'll, I'll just say... Um, I'll, I'll mention the Emerald Delight um, and that it is a poison specific. Uh, specifically formulated by the Emerald Monks, uh, we should take Iron God Mun back to the Guan residence and uh, treat his wounds. Um, and we must be on guard for more assassination attempts. Do, do, do the Emerald Monks have like a reputation for saying like they guarantee a death with the, with every commission or any like? They're they're, they're considered very effective. Uh, yeah, they're, they're definitely like if, if if they fail, are they known to just keep throwing people at the target until they die? Um. You don't know their procedures. You, yeah. you know you have never you know you, you don't have reports on that. But uh, it would be a safe assumption that they might send another person. I'd be like, I think we should stop and buy some more cinnabar powder. Well, how much should we use of the gourd? You used about half of it, and like I said, it's very rare. Like the Emerald Monks have it because they make the stuff. But you need cinnabar for it. I'll, I'll just say perhaps I can formulate something with uh, what we have available. Maybe it won't be as effective as cinnabar, but maybe it can at least delay the poison. Is this worth a try? But either way, Iron Godmung is fine now, so we just need to keep an eye out. So we should go back to the. Um... Not to Guan Wan's manor. Okay. All right. So you're going to go to Guan Wan's manor. Um, Do we need to report this to the AD87? We should probably report this to the AD87, to be fair. 
I think it's kind of important. <laughs> oh, Brother Seven, as you are the most senior among us, <laughs> would you like to deliver the report to Lady 87? Do I expect you... this will be meted with a scar on my face? You expect it very well could, yeah. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm me totally the not, bus. I'm totally not scapegoating you or anything, but it, just... it, it certainly sounds like it. <laughs> I'm like, I'll, I will report to Lady Eighty Seven. I will seek what she would have us do. So then I will head over there. Okay, so she um. She's just sharpening a knife. No, no, she, she, I'm, I'm just trying to decide. So it's late at night. So you have you actually have to wait in the courtyard, and eventually she comes out, and she seems ang- a little aggravated that uh, that that this is occurring so late in the evening. And I'm assuming you're you're going through the you're you're you're, you're bowing to her and all that before. Of you course, yeah, yeah. All right. So she she says, "What what's what's happening? Why have you?" disturb me in the night when we were uh, keeping Iron God Mung away from you for these few days before you have your meeting the Emerald Monks have attempted assassination on him what? they poisoned him they, they succeeded in poisoning him yes but we we captured the the man that poisoned them and administered him the antidote <laughs> And we managed to also relay that information to him, so he is not suspicious of us, but it is a, a problem that we we have that they will probably send more. She says, this sort of failure must be met with punishment. Oh my god. She says, but I am not cruel. You three were all responsible. Yeah, I know that you guys aren't there. She's just speaking of you three uh, generally. Um... Decide amongst yourselves who will bear the brunt, and we will hopefully satisfy Iron God Mung by uh, by demonstrating how we enact justice within our organization. So what happens? She blinds you in an eye? Yeah, she takes an eye out. What? What is the mechanical... You're, uh... you're basically going to be operating under dim conditions, I think. Uh, if you so have. is that a minus one d ten to? That's such yeah, I, a that's I, such a bad punishment. You're just yeah. making your people worse. Uh, God, how many people? It, at least if it was like the yakuza or something, they could be they could be taking off digits and they'd have plenty to go through. But there's really only so far you can go with an eye. <laughs> I'll be. Uh, how many people in the higher ranks are have no are missing an eye? A lot of them. It's almost like a sign of you belong to the group like it's not it's not necessarily considered a bad thing if you're missing both eyes then you're like a a real jerk so here's the question <laughs> real jerk. The, so the, the the hawk eye technique uh sort of combat technique says you get plus one defense to attacks and poor illumination and you said that if you lose an eye it becomes dim lighting yeah. which is poor illumination right so do you get bonus active at all time if you just have one eye I, i'm gonna have to evaluate that and see what's <laughs> yeah, going on and also on. the combat technique from the shadows you know how to attack in the darker night and gain a 1d10 to damage and dim darker <laughs> light out condition 
Let me. I, I need to examine it, but it might actually. If you have it, it might actually. Well, no, no, because the the whole point is everybody's under those conditions when you're when you're doing okay. it. Yeah, yeah. No, there's, there's a logical flaw in that. <laughs> but but Hawkeye doesn't have that flaw, so you have to think about that. One. But but nobody's lost an eye yet, so let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. You but, could just oh, say minus one d10 to all those skills flat out from losing an eye, or half the blinded penalty. Yeah, I need to. Yeah, I need. To, I need to look at the the things and make a final decision. But it'll it'll have an effect. It'll have an effect for sure. All right, I'll I'll be like uh, I'll I'll bow very deeply. I'll be like as as the highest ranked brother that was participated in this. I will I will bear the punishment for my brothers. All right. So she she motions and two of the men come over and they basically grab you and. They they perform the act. Can you make a um an endurance roll? Okay, yeah. You're definitely taking a wound. Like you're not getting out of the, the woundage, but I want to see if you I got a seven. Alright, so you actually don't pass out or anything. Um, which is good. That's uh I mean, you know, that's uh that's how you impress people in her organization. Uh, what's your hardiness? Uh five. Alright, so you do take two wounds. And you bleed heavily, uh, and uh, she. So she she wraps the eye in cloth and hands it to you, and she okay. says, uh, "Present this to Iron God Mung. Let him know that we are we are truly sorry for what happened." I'll nod. I'll be like, "Do you have any any guidance for how we should handle ourselves over the next couple of days?" She says, "I'm going to send some men." to make sure that you're protected. I'll nod and then I'll, I'll bow and then I'll head back. And, uh, she, um, you know, she sends about seven men with you and they all seem fairly elite. Okay. All right. So he gets back to, I, just before we go, I did not mean, <laughs> mean for the punishment to actually happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could have decided, but then, you know, it would have been back and forth. And... See, I, I would have been okay with taking the one-eye penalty and then I like, built myself up as a one-eye archer. But it's... <laughs> now I'm so one-eyed Batman. There'll be opportunities, <laughs> there'll be opportunities that, like, half a second to shot one eye to take aim. You could just instantly take aim. <laughs> all right so i'm just looking at the blind flaw tyler can you write this down yeah what am i writing okay so i'm, I'm establishing penalties and I'm, for the flaw yeah for the am flaw. i just doing missing eye yeah there's gonna be one missing eye um so i'm trying to see what would make sense here Minus one d10 to detect when they come to sight. <laughs> no, it's more than that. It's more than that, but it's not going to be as punitive because that's. I'm looking at the penalty and it's it's really heavy yeah. when you're blind. But yeah, you're blind. You can't minus, see anything. Blinds are minus three, yeah. so I so. think having one eye should be a minus one probably. Well, but the thing is, it covers a lot of ground, so I don't think it's necessary for everything. Um. I'm trying to have. Like, a I feel like if you're blind, then all the ranged attacks will go down, really. But yeah, I don't think it would really affect a massive Guandao being swung around your head. So. That's what, yeah, that's that's what I'm feeling too. 
Um, yeah, well, the, the penalties to parry evade combat skills, so that would be all wet. That would be a, a, like the attack rolls on all so, weapons. So here's what it's going to be, and I'm going to write this down too, so it's going to take me a moment, but uh, you're going to have a minus one to evade. You're minus gonna... one to evade? Oh, God. Yep. Because you're judging distance. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, well, I have a one evade then. So okay. Set this... <laughs> uh, a minus, <laughs> minus one to small ranged. Okay. Negative mi- one at small ranged. A minus one D10 to detect. And a floating minus one D10 anytime judging distance is relevant to another physical or combat skill. So, like. So, like when I was jumping from that roof. Yeah, that would have been yeah. irrelevant. So I would have rolled less athletics yeah. making that jump. Okay. So, so it's not quite as heavy as the uh, the normal one, but it's still a. Um, that minus one to detect would only be sight related, though, so you'd still have the one higher for all other detect rolls, right? Well, I, I can't roll it then because the whole point of the detect is whether or not you notice something, so. Yeah, but you might hear something or smell something. Okay. No, but I mean, like, if he's, like, make a detect roll, I can't ask. I'd rather him just make it because I don't know what I should be rolling. Do you know what I mean? I don't uh, want to metagame. Two. So you would normally be rolling one D10 unless it was, like, your only hearing is relevant to roll. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is, yeah. Um, all right. Is there a combat technique that one could take to mitigate this? Yeah, there probably are. I mean, if this is something... Like, most of this stuff can be... Uh, I think the stuff for if you're blind, not if you're half blind. Yeah. But I think the blind techniques would apply to the half blind tech. You know what I mean? Like. So you can learn the blind swordsman technique. Yeah. <laughs> it's only half as effective. Um. Like you might you might have to take it twice if you actually became fully blind. Do you know what I mean? But I think you could take it and apply it to the one eye thing. Um. Would he be able to take the blind swordsman combat technique to entirely mitigate the half blindness? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because this is um, what the text for. Whatever the text of that technique is, you could probably take it for. If you can take it for being fully blind, surely you can take it for being partly blind. You would still have some yeah. of the other effects of it, like it still would affect your life, but it might not affect his archery or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. All right, so he returns, though, missing an eye. I take it it didn't go too well, then. I'd be like, well, well, you guys are next. And I'll be like, I'm just kidding. I've, I've taken punishment for us. Let us, let us not do anything... Too unreasonable. I would like to keep my other eye. I'll just say, but but surely we should have borne the punishment together. There was no need for you to, for for, for to punish you alone. Keep one of those eye. I'll be like she. She gave me the option to come back and decide with you guys, but as as the highest ranked brother right now, I felt that my responsibility to take the brunt of the punishment. 
I'll just say then, um, I'll smack the table and go like, you are truly an honorable friend. Um, I am glad to be acquainted with you. And since you took this punishment on the behalf, on our behalf, um, you can consider it as, as us owing you a favor in the future. I'll, I'll bow. I'll be like, thank you. I'll be like, what? Kenny disappeared for a moment there. Yeah, what'd you say? Uh, what, what did I say up to? Right after the favor part. That we, oh, we and, 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 yeah, and and if uh, and if you wouldn't wouldn't mind, then perhaps we could even become brothers. Sworn brothers? Yeah, sure. Why the fuck not? <laughs> 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 I already have one blood brother. Gaining another brother can only be a good thing, unless I have to cover your ass as well. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll be like, hopefully we can rise to the ranks as two true brothers. Hopefully you're more capable than boss over there. I point at Boris Drunken Sword, <laughs> like slumped over body. <laughs> still oh, still probably, just probably, asleep. Probably snoring. It's only been like four days into the seven day coma wines. <laughs> Imagine we're like Boris Drunken Sword said he would take the punishment for that. us. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kinda of confused. Kind of I'm oh, sorry, what, what were you guys saying? <laughs> You imagine Elliot coming back next week and be like, oh, by the way, uh, Drunken Swords lost an eye. <laughs> <laughs> we just, yeah, we just blame all on him if, he, if he'd not been passed out in the corner he's already he could have prevented like, the poisoning. He's already got that horrible bald spot on top of his head from the <laughs> raking that he took, so... Um, he's got like a clown know, hairdo. My, from the... His wife might like him only having one eye. <laughs> I'll be like, is Iron God Mong awake, or is he still being tended to? He He's awake now. He is awake. I'll be like, we, we should go present this, and I'll just hold up a cloth with a, what used to be my eye. Do you take it to him? Yeah. Do you guys want to come? Yeah. Yeah, we'll go along. We have to apologize for our uh, ideas. All right, so he's he's uh, I'm assuming you guys made room for him somewhere in the in the manor. You gave yeah, him a guest room or probably, something. There was probably a guest room. Yeah. yeah. So so he's he's up drinking, and he gets up, and he's he sees what happens, and he says uh, he says there was no need for this. This is an excessive punishment. He uh, he sort of waits for you to speak though before continuing. I'll be like, it is, it is the way that we do things, and I'll, I'll bow and then I'll, I'll hold it out as if you know, if he wants it, he can take it. If not, he takes it, and he says, uh, he says, this will, this will, hold a place of pride in my collection. Um, collection of eyeballs. Oh my god! <laughs> no, 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 he does not have a. He's like this happens every week. He doesn't have a collection of eyeballs. He's just saying he's gonna. Put it on display somewhere among all of his various <laughs> trophies. Um, That's so weird. He says, "He says, I, I, I am in your debt." He says, "You should, uh, uh, you know, I, I should not, I should not have been so easily fooled by the, uh, 
by those assassins. Um, he says, I should like to repay you all by teaching you a technique, if you are open to it. I'd be honored. I would be on. Look at my uh, my, my discipline singing. I could possibly be on it. Well, let me ask you guys this: Does everybody have Waija or Nigong? I have Waija. Waija, yes, but I use a bow. So. Okay. Yeah, that'd be tricky for you. I have Waija. Okay, so we'll stick with the Waijas. Um, Could I have a Nigong? Yeah, he has Nigongs. Um, oh, here's a good one. Alright, so... Oh, this, this is way above your skill level. But he can teach you the rudiments of it. So that you can master it when you get more powerful. He says you... He, so, uh, he's gonna... He grabs your wrist, Tyler. And how many ranks in Nigong do you have? Yeah, back. I have two. Okay. He says, "Kick me in the stomach." All right, I'll, I'll kick him. Do you want me to roll? Or... Yeah, yeah, make a roll. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> I got a four. I mean, I don't All even right. know if I'm gonna hit him. <laughs> He's standing there. All right, so he he basically like extends his stomach fat out and meets your leg and then sucks your leg into his body and just restrains you with uh with his belly and um oh iron belly of the god yeah, belly of the iron god so he, yeah, teaches, belly, he begins yeah. teaching you the rudiments of it you're not going to know it yet because it's a chi rank six ability but you'll master it uh with time if you choose to if you survive yeah if i if i survive till then all right, I'll put it in parentheses in case I ever get to G-Rank 6. And uh, he he feels your pulse, Stephen. What is what are your, what ranks do you have in techniques? Oh, I have two in Waja. Two in Waja, and what else do you have? One in Danja and one in uh, Chingong. Okay. And what's your preferred weapon? Uh, I use rope dart mostly. Okay, this is going to be a tricky one. Um, are you open to other possibilities? Uh, yeah, I've got one in small range, one in leg strike. Okay, that might be doable. Uh, let's see here. What's your arm strike looking like? I've got zero in that. Okay, alright. Um, some things were not meant to be. Do you know Biting Blade or Deep Biting Blade yet? Uh, I don't think so. No. Uh, he might teach you Deep Biting. You could use that on your... Uh... Let me see here. Could you do it with a dagger? <laughs> <laughs> well, you could... I think... I think, yeah, you... Uh, let me look it up. That's medium or heavy melee. I use light. Uh, you could perform it with a penalty. Yeah, you could. You could do it with a penalty. Though the thing is, it's already at a penalty, so <laughs> it'd be um, double penalty. Yeah, because the, the nature of the technique is 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 already penalized. Um. Oh, 
the hell? Oh, that's why. I can save up 10 XP and invest in medium. Alright, so... Save it for then. Yeah, there's not a whole lot that he can really teach you then, I think. Um... Cause he, yeah, this is gonna be. There's only one other option. I think it's 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 kind of the same situation for Kenny too. Um, Even worse, cause I have like just two and my giant jingle. He can teach you spearing blade, light melee, in a frenzy of stabbing motions, you skewer multiple opponents. Mm. But it's T rank five, so you have to wait till you can master it, kind of like. With, yeah. Um... That's fine. All right, so he just says observe. And he, and he dives into a you know a freakishly fast series of motions, especially given his physique. Um, he isn't actually holding a dagger; he's just using his pointer finger to illustrate. But, uh, but you know, he shows you guys the basic steps of the technique, and uh, it seems like it would be effective when you you know when you're able to master it. I mean, I'll, I'll note down that I've got the rudiments of spearing blade but i probably would learn it anyway maybe i'll draw inspiration for it and modify it for oh wait, i could could i use that with an arrow not with a bow but like could i utilize it with an arrow well not firing it you'd have to yeah, yeah as in like holding the arrow and like suddenly going from range combat to melee combat by using the arrow to stab instead of uh yeah you could do that i don't think that's a problem it's a it's a light stabby weapon in that in that case so i think it makes sense <laughs> Um, what are you guys doing with the the man that you captured? By the way, oh, we'll probably leave it to Iron God Monk to, well, for 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 his uh, judgment, I guess. He says, um, he's already thoroughly crippled. So <laughs> he says, I think we should extinguish these assassins before. Uh, before they can ruin our banquet. Does he mean all of them? Mm. I'm like, is there a reason that they would have attacked you? That's a good point. Um, Do I you want to question the, 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 the captive? He says, yes, we shouldn't kill him right away. Why don't you see if you can find out information from him? <laughs> Nothing. Ooh, do I have any poison? That yeah, and and just to be clear here, you guys know from experience, Iron God Mung is not the the most intelligent man in the world. Um, so if you just sort of allow him to just do what he's going to do, you know, he could easily just end up beheading a prisoner who might have valuable information. So how do we want to go about this? Um, what discipline does torturing come under? <laughs> uh, we, I think we could do it. Um, Just... Command, probably. Well, you've got fire poison, haven't you? Is fire poison painful? Yes, very. But it's also the antidote if anybody gets poisoned again. Oh, oh no, oh, fire, yeah, oh, poison. fire poison. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. 
Um, I'm good. Yeah, I guess we'll go to the captive and see if we can wake him up and start questioning him. All right. Uh, I assume you got him in like a cell adjacent to uh, the oh, abyss. No, uh, no the, the abyss is, was actually hosted in the room. We sort of maybe we'll just have him in the in the garden and uh, tied to a tied to a, a stake or something. Okay. All right. So he 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 awakens and he just stares at you. Um. I'm gonna say are we are, are all three oh, oh, I'm assuming all three of us are there yeah and mm-hmm. what time of the evening do you want to uh which hour do you want to do this at um it's probably quite late at the moment right mm-hmm. we arrived and then we went straight to the brothel basically <laughs> <laughs> Right. Um, I'm, I'm just going to say to him, um, yeah, maybe uh, you'd be expecting that we would be trying to torture you to try and get you to confess and tell us information. Um, but I'm not really interested, to be honest. And I'll take out some fire poison and administer it to him. Okay. Like, can, can I control it so that it's um very painful but not quite lethal dosage? Uh, let me just get my fire poison out. Um. Well, I assume that you know, that should be poison. That should be very uh, painful. Fire poison. It, well, kill. It takes ten days to kill them anyway. So, um. So as long as you treat him with the antidote, he won't die. I think Iron God Mung would be fine with that, seeing the guy that tried to kill him be suffering for ten days. I'll just be like, yeah, um, I'm not, I'm not gonna ask you any questions. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna feed him. Like, I, I, I'm just gonna feed you this and put the po- fire poison in his mouth, or however it's supposed to be administered. Okay, he, uh, he. <laughs> Excuse me. He, uh... That's you. He he starts uh, vomiting uh, soon after, and and he you know just begins looking around him all paranoid and crazy, and uh and like is like jumping at every shadow. Um, <clears throat> is it still command if I want to like do lots of minute cuts on his skin? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you're gonna continue. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. It would be command. If if the aim is to get information from him. Um. But you have to say what you're trying to add. You know, like. Well, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'll probably try and uh, coordinate with Dao Feng instead of like trying to co- command him to say. I'm gonna try and have Dao Feng perf- persuade him to say it so that we can end his suffering sooner. Okay, so you guys are going to do like a good cop, bad cop type situation? Um, I guess. All I'm going to do is administer as much pain as I can. And Darfang is going to try and persuade him that it's best to just tell us what you want to know and then we can kill him and he won't have to suffer any longer. Otherwise, we will just cure the fire poison, let him recover a bit and repeat the process. All right. So, well, just tell me this. What is your command and what is your persuade? And I'll just sort of work off of that. My persuade is two. My command is zero. Okay. My command is zero. I have one in this too. I have one in command. 
Oh, do you, do you want to do it instead? <laughs> well, he has more persuade than I do. Yeah, but he's what he's trying to do is find somebody with a commanding presence to kind of issue, you Come know, administer the pain, call. and then and then send in Dao Fung to be a little more gentle. And oh, like, okay. You know, oh, it's not so but bad. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll take off my cloth to my freshly gouged out eye. Okay. Can that? Will that make me more intimidating? That'll definitely make you more intimidating. All right, yeah. I'll, so I'll go in with my command. All right. So, so you, what you're able to do then uh, is you're able to to kind of go in, you know, uh, make him afraid and 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 in pain, and then Dao Feng can go in and sort of, uh, uh, you know, soften him up a little bit. And you find that after it takes the whole night, but by the end of the evening. Uh, you know, when Dao Feng goes in to bring him like a cup of tea or something, whatever it is you're doing to, to, to smooth things over with him. Uh, you know, he says, all right, I'll, I'll tell you what you want to know. Just, just, uh, just let this end now. And he says that to you, Stephen. Well, well, t- tell us then. He says, what do you want to know? Well, 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 first of all, we want to know why you tried to kill Lion God Monk. He says it was a job. We were hired. Hired by whom? Um. He says we were hired by an organization called the Temple of Jade Mercies. <sighs> Them again. Temple of Jade Mercies was where Weeping Willow was from, right? Uh, Weeping Lotus and uh, oh, the Abyss Lotus. is from uh, um, the Temple of okay. Jade Mercies. They still have unsettled issues with you guys, for sure. And how much are they paying you? They're paying us two million spades for the job. Wow. Damn. That is a lot. Um, is there anything else we really need to know? Um, how are they going to attack next? <laughs> yeah. He says, I don't have access to that information. He says, but I can, it's possible to, to match, match the fee and redirect our efforts if you leave me alive. Nothing else really needs to know, so I guess we end this. He says, you don't have to kill me. You can, you can. I'll just look at him and say, I've already sliced through your arms and leg tendons. You're basically a cripple for life. Also, it's not our decision if you ever die. You you tried to kill Iron God Mung. The choice lies with him. Frankly, I'm quite surprised you believe we would spare you. (laughs) Yeah. 
Pain does crazy things to you. And so does fire poison. So the poison that Kenny gave him basically makes you crazy. Um, <laughs> oh, I had the minus one dose of that. He, uh... He says, I'm offering you a, a, a way to get back at the temple. Easily. And get us off your backs. He... You just gotta let me live. We can get back at them easily. We just need to kill them. You're, you're, you're a small cog in a very large machine. But your life is insignificant. Wow. He just, he just, he just, just dropped the knowledge. He just looks like, you know, completely shattered that he's not able to, to get through to you on this one. <laughs> that was painful. <laughs> I, I, I just walk up to him and just say, on account of your truthfulness... I wouldn't let you suffer any longer, but you still must die, and I'll just uh, stab him in the throat. What's the, what's the easiest way to kill someone without causing them any more additional undue suffering? Uh, probably, probably that. I mean, I, I don't know. It's probably in the ball. Um, all right, Next you can snap. Kill you can kill him. Uh, so he drops dead. He drops dead. And uh, are you guys doing this in the courtyard? Yeah. Okay, so Abbas Baoyu is nearby in the area. She's in that. The, the is she? Thing. I thought she was indoors. Now. No, she's in like a little thing that was built in the courtyard itself. It was uh, mm -hmm. it was like a cell that he had constructed to hold her. Um, okay. But uh, so she says. Um, she says, that sounds like it was a big mistake to me. So it's the person locked up. In a drunkard's house. She says, I have a lot of time to think. I'll just shrug and say, it's not like paying two million to turn them um, towards an Apple Jade Mercy is going to do any good. They would kill one person, and then there's still the rest of you. The only way out of this is to eradicate a temple entirely. He says, "I'm just, I'm just making note of your decision. It was unwise." I'll just say, "Unwise was the day you decided to um, pick an issue with the eighty-seven killers." She says, "I'm not the one living in fear of assassination right now." Should be. I just try and say my my skill in poison is above those of the um, of the emerald monks. If they dare touch anyone close to me, then I, I shall simply become an assassin myself and hunt after them relentlessly. She says, "There's an uh, idea of character. Why don't we like take out like the, the the heads of the of the emerald monks and just take over the like the whole thing?" That could be an idea. They sound like they kind of jive for that poisoning. I mean, there's no reason why we wouldn't eradicate them. Like I've, I, I feel like it would be necessary in the long term to make sure that there are no opposing. Well, having an assassin organization within half a day's journey of your main headquarters is probably not the smartest of things to allow. I'll be completely honest. <laughs> Wait, so what did we get out of him exactly? We Who hired the hired. Contra? 
Yeah, we, we know who hired um, the, the assassination, and it was a two million spades, which is quite. But we didn't. We didn't ask like where they are. Oh, we, we, know oh, where we, they are. we We know where they are. You dealt with them before. Oh, you've dealt with them before. Yeah, that's why they're doing oh. this. They don't like us. They oh, really okay. don't like us. No, no, no. The, the, the Wu Zen is. Oh, are you talking about the Emerald Monks or the Temple of Jade Mercies? Temple we know Jade where Mercies. the Emerald Monks are. The Emerald Monks. We also know where the Emerald Monks are. They operate out of Wu Zen. Yeah. Wu Zen? That's a town? It's half a day away from Maishun. Yeah, but I, I mean, we could have gotten, like, the exact location, like. Yeah. Didn't occur to ask at the time. Yeah, no, I didn't even think about it. <laughs> well, you you know, um, Kenny, you know that they operate out of, uh, what's his name? Hold on. Was it Maguan? No. Yeah, Maguan. Maguan's uh, lacquer shop. So you know those. Oh, the lacquer oh shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. The lacquer shop. Sorry, we already know. That's my bad. Do they? Do the Emerald Monks have any distinguishing features? Do they wear green? Do they? No, that's one of the things about them. They actually blend in pretty well. Like a lot of them are just you know regular people. They they sort of pride themselves on being able to slip away easily and not be noticed. So they don't. They don't like. They don't have a lot of flash in their attire or anything like that. Would they disguise themselves as Dharma uh, people? And <laughs> they could. They could certainly do that. Cool. Um, yeah, but I get, continuing out of character, I, I I will probably try and steer us towards a conflict of the Emerald Monks as well. <laughs> Okay, so what do you guys want to do for the rest of the night? Do we want to take turns like keeping watch and uh, well, ex except for um, Brother Seven, who obviously needs to rest and recover from his wound. Yeah. Um, but Daofeng <laughs> and I can probably take turns to guard the courthouse. Well, we we have those manor. seven other elite people with us, right? Eh, you say elite. I yeah, say you have, seven, you have seven of the 87 killers with you. Are, well, how are they ranked? Um, Just give me one second. I'll give you that information. D100, go! <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have... Uh... Here's Mr. 87. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you have... Let's see. So you have seven guys with you? Yeah. All right. So she's sending them all from a similar band of... Um... Is um, Guan Nuan home at all, or is she still out? Um, she's still not back. All right. So you have uh, brothers and sisters 37 through 43. Uh, the senior of them is... Guan Bu Wei, who people usually call Uncle 43. And the number two is Guan Yin, who people usually call Sister 42. And there's also Guan Wu, Guan Jin, Guan Wei, 
Guanyan and Guanjua. <laughs> do I have to take a note of all of those, or do we can, can we lean on you to uh, tell us when we ask you? I have it written are. down, so it's totally okay. easy now. Yeah. I'm, I'm filling I mean, out the entire rank of the 87 killers as we do this. As we go. Yeah, so so by the end, I'll have all 87 killers listed uh, by rank. Um, yeah, I guess e- e- even so, Daofeng and Wuji will probably take turns to keep watch. Okay. That's good. Sure all right, so uh, who's taking first watch? I'll do it. Yeah, I'll rest to recover some balance. All right, you have three, uh, 3d10, right? Yes. All right. What's the arrangement? In fact, let's get... Uh, did I ever send you guys his uh, residence uh, layout? Uh... I definitely don't have it. I could have sworn I had sent a map of the... The residence possibly. I'm scrolling through... No. I don't think so. So, uh, Abbas Bao... You is still in the, uh, in the courtyard? Um, yep. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Um, Probably take her indoors. That's nightfall. Hold on one second, guys. Uh, I'm going to have to end it here. Um, okay. One second.